everyone. Welcome to the Western Front Podcast. This is Series 1, Episode 12. It's a Monday. It's after the West Coast Eagles had a narrow win and the Fremantle Dockers had a narrow loss. Lockie Reid, what did you make, in summary, not just of our two teams here in the West, but North Melbourne, had they signed Reece Shaw too early, John Worsfold's tenure at, of course, Essendon, and the Giants, how bad were they? Well, I'll start with our local teams. Uh, just a workmanlike effort from the West Coast Eagles. Nothing over the top, nothing brilliant. You say that with a screwed up face. Well, I thought they should have smashed them by a lot at home. Don't you rate their Adelaide home at all? No, I don't really think that Adelaide Ooh. will have much of an impact in the finals. No. Okay. Uh, if they, in fact, make it, Tim, okay. and you're on your home turf, you should make a meal of a team like Adelaide, who are sitting outside <laughs> the eight right now. The Fremantle Dockers unlucky. Oh, why are they unlucky? Well, because they lost by a couple of points, but which wh- means they're the unlucky. Where's the unlucky bit come in? Well, no, just because you've got a vendetta against <laughs> the Fremantle Dockers and Ross Lyon, why? you don't have to bring me into oh. your hatred of the Fremantle well, Dockers. That's a strong word. There's no hatred. There is no. Oh, the reaction. There is no hatred no, to Fremantle. I know. I was and I joking, have said Tim. a thousand times that Ross Lyon will be the coach next year, and no one has asked for him to be sacked. No. But the issue is that they have stalled in their rebuild. Albeit they won nine games and only won eight last I year. I didn't mind their game on the weekend they because killed them, mate. because of the rebuild. Couple of mistakes, which means there's a couple of youngsters in there. Well, Bradley Hill made a mistake, did he? Well, Bradley. Hey, how's yeah, he going with a free time premiership? Well, he player? won't be there next year anyway. Oh, you know something I don't. Well, he's gone, isn't he? Has he? Yeah. Nah, he's packed his bags. He's out of here. All right. Now, what about North Melbourne? Their lowest yep. ever score. They have signed Reshaw too early. <laughs> Like, wait till the end of the year. No other club was jumping up and down trying to sign Reshaw. Mm. Just wait, have some patience, see how it all unfolds, and then re-sign the guy if you think he's the man. Don't know if you watched the footy on Friday night, but I was watching it. Mm. Now, I know I was in and out and feeding the dog and having cooking the barbecue and, you know, doing jobs. Mm. But as much as I could watch... Did they mention that it snowed at any <laughs> stage? Did, 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 it sm- did it snow? Well, the bits that I saw, and I'm pretty sure it was some... I think Cameron and... Um, who's the other bloke? Hamish. Yep. I, I'm pretty sure they mentioned it snowed. Right. So, oh, look, I stand corrected. If anyone knows whether well, it snowed in Canberra. Yeah. Let's have a listen. Daisy, in the Boundary Riders bylaws, if it's snowing, you're welcome up into the commentary box. Is this the first time it's ever snowed in an AFL game? I'm not going to miss out on this. Let's hope there's no downhill skiers out there tonight in this game, Bruce. You might get Daisy. You just set your little challenge, Daisy, to make a snowman at quarter time if you could. Fair to say it snowed then. Yeah, I think it might have snowed. And what about Wooshfold? He's yeah. coming to Perth. Yeah, I know. Poor Woosh. We love the Woosh, don't we? Yeah. They'll respond this week. It'll be a good game this week, Fremantle and Essendon. Oh, you, you can't tip against Fremantle at home. Yeah, they should win at home. Long. Keep themselves maybe in the finals hunt, Yeah, Fremantle. Yep. And then Ross said that they were gone, wouldn't make the finals. Okay, and... hang on, hang on. So this is the, you're right, or you might be right, you might be wrong. Have a listen to this exchange here. Mm. This was post-match. And this is Ross talking about finals. And then he's engaged in a conversation with our mate Cod, mm. otherwise known as Craig O'Donoghue, the ex-umpire, talking about who works for who and making the finals. Of course we're frustrated. We, we invest a lot. There was, obviously, I would think our finals opportunities closed. Reflecting right now, knowing that you're not going to make it, what are your thoughts? On what? On the, the, the season and where you're at, knowing, knowing that you're not going to make finals now. Yeah, I don't quite 
Is that pertaining to today or? Now that, right now you know you're not going to play finals, as you said. Well, so. theoretically. Maybe. Is, is there a mathematical? There's probably, if you win by 100 points or something like yeah, that. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll go with the hypothetical. <laughs> Everyone else runs with them. Hmm. I'm confused. But anyway, we'll move on. Hey, um, ready. So when I, you know how I've got this big page and I highlight things and, and I have all my notes. Yep. When I highlight something in blue, whoa, it means a change of course, a change of direction on the podcast. Okay, can I just say to you, we've mm. got a very strong audience now on the potty. Yep. And they don't like change. Well, they'll like this question though. All right? To who? To you. Where, was this right field, left field? No, 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 no. This is well, not... How many questions is well, one man going to have to answer <laughs> well, at some stage? Well, I... So, okay, I'm, here we go. It's in blue, so I've got to go with it Go the blue question. Tim Gossage, where were you 20 minutes after the game yesterday between the West Coast Eagles and the Adelaide Footy Club? Uh... Were you lost? <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> were you lost? No, what? 20 minutes after the game, where were you? I left the ground with... No, no, before you left the ground, because that was, that was oh, 30, 40 so minutes I, okay, after. Okay, well, I left the media box. Yep, where, where you commentate. Your mate, Dennis Cometti, mm-hmm. and the brute, Mark. The beast, yep. The beast. Uh, Ballas, mm-hmm. soon to be retired, no lap of bottom Okay, Ballantyne. move on from that. Where did you go after that? To the West Coast Eagles press conference. Right. Well, is is that? that right? Yeah. So, so you were officially lost? Because that's the first press conference you've been to. I've been working here 17 years, probably the first in about 17 years. Mm-hmm. Okay. So why did you go down to the West Coast Eagles press conference? Tell you why I went down. Yeah. Because the day before, mm. I hosted a function for the Australian Rugby Union, yeah. the Bledisloe Cup, mm. and I saw that was the press conference area. Yeah. And the whole time that Optus has been built, I hadn't actually gone into there. Right. So I thought, I'll just go in and see how it. How do I get in? Yeah. How do I access it? And you're right. I was lost and I had to ask my way to the press conference area. <laughs> yeah. But I was there and... And, and then threw up a few questions. Oh, well, you know... Look, it's, there was a twinkle in Simo's eye when you walked through. And then you threw out a couple of questions. Can I just add, um, being the experienced on-the-road reporter, couple of questions just dragged on a little bit too long. You need to keep them short and sharp. You don't answer the question inside the question, Tim. Which question was that, Lockie? This one here. Tom Hickey... At the halftime, they, they put up the stats in regards to Hickey versus Jacobs. Hickey stocks rose after halftime, seemed to rise after right. halftime. Does he continue to not surprise you, but do you just keep... Are you enjoying seeing his progression, even though he's been around the system for a while? I did lose my way very briefly. But you know what? It's a really weird situation. So you have you done the post-match in there yet? I don't go down there, mate. But there's people the watching either side of the glass, and your questions and all that are, are being... Are they going out through... The, yeah. That's weird. Yeah, it is a bit strange. But That's... anyway, well done for going Thank down you. to the presser. Have um, a go. Needs a bit of work, but, uh, you know, you'll get there at some stage. Simo liked it anyway. I know. He said, good on you. Thanks for showing up. I know. At the first question, he sort of winked at you. <laughs> <laughs> Under mate, his breath, go, Gossa. Pull back, mate. mate. All righty. Yeah. So, look. Mm. Okay. So, now it comes down to, and coming up, left field, right field, Tim's top three, Gostradamus, and read the play. Can I just say... I did go to the rugby. Hey, hey, hey. Mm. Yep. I'm driving to the rugby, Wallabies, and I'm going to say to you right now, Melbourne Cups, AFL Grand Finals, Commonwealth Games have been very privileged. You and I both sort of travelled around and and Big Bash Grand Finals and all that sort of stuff. It would rate up there as an event and not working as per se when the game started. I've never seen anything like it. It was freaky. It looked awesome. Why didn't you show up? 
Uh, I had a family commitment. Because I tried to get you the two tickets. I you know. know I got a late invite. Yep. It was just a little late. I had uh, a family commitment that I could not uh, get out of, what, So when, they, when the players were running on the ground, you f- received that phone call? No, <laughs> was it was about too late, 3 o'clock in the afternoon yeah, I received the phone call. Yeah, I had cool. netball commitments with my young daughter, Maddie. Had to get there. First game I've seen this year, so I had to commit to that. And then we had something what afterwards. But I did tape it and I watched it. Well, I didn't tape it. I got home in time to watch the end of it and I watched the whole game afterwards. When did family come first for you? And Always the... first. Ah, you turn Always. It up. Come on, turn big fella. Go with me. So, yeah, it was a spectacle. Look, Bloody unreal. terrific unreal. on TV. It was, it was unreal. The atmosphere was great. And interesting, and well done to the Kiwis who were there in massive numbers. But it was funny because I was sitting with Narelda Jacobs and Michael Schultz and oh. Steve Allen from the sports department. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. Right? Yeah. Anyway, and around the in top. A box. No, it wasn't a box. It was you a, were in we a were box. We were not in a you box, were like mate. The captain's club. Shut up. We were not. Anyway, but the whole <laughs> That's time. That's what I was told no, I was invited to. No, no, you were in standing room only. Right. <laughs> so what happens? Around the top was all the Kiwis and all yeah. the All Blacks. And the chant was going up, you know, all Blacks, all Blacks, all Blacks. All that. It was fantastic. But as soon as we won and the game finished, the Wallabies won, they were out. Mm. They were out as quick as you could say. So at the end of the game, at the end of the game, they started singing. They started singing. How's this? They started singing. You're the voice, down under, horses, yep. great Aussie hits. It was amazing atmosphere in there. And it went for half an hour, 45 minutes. Do you know what I think um, Aussie rules lacks is one, that atmosphere, as you talk about, but also the national anthem. I watched those two teams on Saturday night sing the national anthem. New Zealand, it was it was goosebump stuff. New Zealand's national anthem and is one I, of the best. So New Zealand sang it, and I'm saying, I was sitting there with my wife going, I bet you the Aussies don't sing, because that's what we grew up in, don't we? I mean, a couple of footballers sing cool it along sing. the line. It's yeah. not cool. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, the Aussie anthem started, and every single one of these big blokes yeah. with big muscles yep. and big guts, yep. they started singing the Australian yeah. anthem. Oh, it was, that, was, that is something that if I was boss of the AFLPA or I was boss of the AFL, I'd every be game. saying to the players, every game we do the anthem, you must belt it Great. out. Great. 100% agree. Look, wonderful event. Well done to Optus Stadium. Now, I'm going to just have a bit of a... While talking about Optus... Yeah. Is this so, in blue? Have you highlighted yeah. this in blue? So last mm. night, we were coming out of the ground after the press yeah. conference, right? Yeah. And I reckon they opened the gates about an hour after oh, the game. Yeah. And then I was driving out and we were slow. Stop, slow, stop. And what so, happened there? Well, the two people who do a great job, don't get me wrong, mm. but they're holding up all that traffic yeah. for the stragglers who are coming out of the ground. Now, those people are leaving the ground an hour and 20 minutes after the game. Yeah. Why are they given priority to get onto the public transport when they've the game has been over for an hour and 20? Time to build a footbridge. Footbridge, and also, I should or, or cut them off and say, you're on your own. So if you get run over by someone coming out of the car park, <laughs> tough. Yeah. Anyway, it drove me insane. I let the Optus Stadium people know, got no response. Fancy that. No. All righty. No. Let's talk about... Where the West Coast Eagles are right now. Fremantle, okay, we've already had this discussion whether they can make the finals or not. West Coast take on Richmond MCG, Brisbane host Geelong. It is a schedule dream. Yeah, it's going to be awesome, isn't it? I mean, uh, so West Coast against Richmond is this weekend's game. That's over there in the east. Did you? You would, oh, you would think that each of the four teams that are chasing or in the top four will win one game each wouldn't you? Yep. So you go West Coast, Richmond will probably beat West Coast and then West Coast should beat Hawthorne. Geelong, I would say, won't beat Brisbane away, but they'll beat Carlton and get a percentage boost, which will mean they'll finish on top. 
all right? Brisbane play Geelong and Richmond. They're the only team that possibly could lose both, but the way they're playing, they could actually win both. So Brisbane they? get both games at home? No, uh, Brisbane play Geelong at home and then Richmond away. What are <laughs> Richmond doing? They're playing West Coast at home. <laughs> Brisbane away. Nah, oh. nah, they're not. Well, hang on. I'll just go back to me phone. Pause. <laughs> so just recapping, Tim. <laughs> Richmond are at home their last two games. <laughs> so how's that yeah. go with your win one of those? Not really sure how it's going to pan out, to be honest. <laughs> hey, so the, just so, the, so you all know on the podcast, one bloke does all this research. Another guy just comes off the top of his head. This yeah. bloke's written down more nah, notes. Richmond than... could probably win two because they'll beat West Coast but in percentage, Melbourne. But they're a game behind but already. Yeah, so they won't. That, that won't affect the top two. West Coast would have to beat Hawthorne by a lot and hope that Richmond's smash Brisbane in that last round. So you, you don't think Geelong can beat Brisbane in Brisbane? No, I don't think so. I think Geelong will... I think, I think Brisbane will beat Geelong and then I think Geelong will beat Carlton, which will mean they'll stay at the top of the table because they'll have... Can Brisbane beat Richmond at the MCG? Nah. Not the Tigers. Can West Coast beat Richmond at the MCG? Nah. Yes, they can. Nah. Yes, they can. Mate. Nah. Yes, they can. Alrighty, hey. Oh, yes, they can again. I'll say nah. <laughs> Hey, Tim's top three. Yes, here we're going now. Tim's top three. Yeah. Willie Rioli, Tom Stewart, Jake Lloyd. Oof. Think about it. Willie Rioli. Tom Stewart. Tom Stewart. Tommy I like Stewart. Tom Stewart. He's a good player. Tommy Stewart. Yeah. And Jake Lloyd. Jake Lloyd. You Did... want some think time? Yeah. Ah, look, I've got no idea. 44. All wear 44. They do too. They're all very good on the yeah. weekend. Jakey Lloyd, outstanding for Sydney, albeit they lost. Willie Rioli, best game of footy, I reckon, in a long time. And, of course, we know that Tom Stewart is an All-Australian defender at 44. Speaking of uh, Sydney Swans, Jake Lloyd, mm. uh, my daughter Elsie is in Sydney for the next couple of days, and she was over there today, and Simon Kadich gave all her class, the Cedar Netball class and footy and all that sort of stuff, a speech. And then she went and saw Buddy running a lap and looked very good, and he waved at all the kids from WA. Because he's got game 300 coming the up. big Bud Wow. Mm. Unbelievable. All right, can we go right field before the break? Bring it on. Do you want right. my right field question first? No, I'm going with mine first. Okay. <laughs> okay. No worries. <laughs> so I've got two questions in one. All right, if you're the Fremantle Dockers, would you sign up Aaron Sandlands for another season? And if that answer is no, if you were any other club around the competition, would you sign up Aaron Sandlands for one more season? This has been an amazing turnaround. This bloke could not get out of first gear 10 weeks ago, and we thought he should actually hang up the boots, and now all of a sudden he's playing some pretty decent footy. Really good question, and my attitude and my answer is based on this. No, he will never play for another club. He's just got a young family. He's got business interests in Perth. There's just no point. Up stumps. He's not that type of bloke. Do you keep him on your list? Absolutely, on the current form you do. That's not part of a rebuild, though. You're not rebuilding if you no, sign up Aaron Sandlands yeah, again. But you are, because you need certain parts of the rebuild that have to stay in place. So you need some pillars. The pillars are, you've got the big Sean Darcy, and then your ruck stocks are terrible. Mm. Meek and Jones are not up to it, no disrespect, but they're not going to be on the list next year. Rory Lobb? Yeah, he 
forward stroke ruckman, yeah, but I reckon you need one more. So you can't just re- if Lobs injured and Dars gets injured, where do you go if you don't have Sandy? Mm. So you might say to Sandlands, mate, we're dead set only expecting you to play eight games, and I and, and I know this is prolonging it. I think Sandy still loves playing, and if he can get through soundly, he was he's been fantastic over the last oh, couple mate, of weeks. He's been the. Um Two weeks ago, he was almost best on ground yeah. the way he played. Yep. His influence on the game is incredible. So, yeah, I, I mean, I know, look, it's part, it's it's rebuilding at the Fremantle Dockers and it doesn't make sense to re-sign a 36, 37-year-old. But, man, the way he's playing, I'd almost say, yeah, just let's hook it up. Can't be a stack of money, but we'll look after you somehow. Yeah, correct. And and the interesting part is it was a right field question aimed at me, but you've just answered yeah, No worries no, at all. Okay. I have my own opinion every my, now and then. My right field question for you is, yep. name me the spine from back to forward in the AFL, the best down-the-gut spine, five players from back to front. So uh, when you say the best, is it the best this season or the best over the course, so like when the best I players available. This, for those who don't know, the right field question is one where we contact each other and say, no, but you've been uncontactable it. because you've been on a Hollywood photo shoot all morning and just unavailable for comment. So I. What have you come up I with? I even rang Katie Price, the princess of the punt over there in she the East. She's the Melbourne Cup. I know. Hey? Yeah, good on her. It's amazing how you sort of push those people in the right direction. Yeah, that's comes good. At that's your what own. a boss is all about. <laughs> it mate. comes at your own expense. <laughs> no, good on you, Catherine. No, so um, I'm going on. Uh, on form this That's season. All I Thank you. Yeah. Thank so you very much. Back to front on form this year. So full back. Correct. My man, Joel Hamling. Yeah. No, no, I get that. My man, Joel Hamling. Joel Center half back. You don't even have to think about no, any other player. Out. McGovern. Uh, in the center, bit hard because... I know who you're going to put. All the players that play sort of around there, you could say a Ruck Rovers, Rovers. Just give me the but, best mid. Uh, oh, well, the best mid, in my opinion, is Fife, but I chose in the centre Cripps. Okay. Yep. I get that. Fife's probably more a Ruck Rover. I get that. You know? uh, centre half forward and full forward. I'm going on the goals they've kicked this year in Jeremy Cameron at centre half forward mm-hmm. and Ben Brown at full forward. However, okay. however, I actually think Lynch and Darling have had just as good a seasons okay. as those two. So you're five down the guts? Uh, Hamling, McGovern, Cripps, Cameron and Brown. If you agree or disagree, get on to W Front W. That's what our Twitter handout. Oh, I don't have an opinion, really. All righty. I'm going to take a break. unusual. Coming back, we've still got the votes to come. $10,000. We think that Fife has basically banked the cheque. It will go to the charity. We think it's going to be the Starlight Foundation at the Fremantle Football Club. Thanks to the team at Bank West. That's coming up. And also, of course, the left field question as well. And read the play. And, of course, Goss. Stradamus. All that and more on the way. This is the Western Front. Take a break. Back with plenty more. Hi, I'm Georgia Love. And I'm Shira Taft. And we are the hosts of the Reality Bite this season, of course, talking about all things The Bachelor. It's cocktails and roses. It's Matt Agnew, the astrophysicist, trying to find love amongst beautiful girls from Australia who are throwing themselves at him. And we're going to be talking about it every week. Watch The Bachelor 7.30 Wednesdays and Thursdays and catch us on the Reality Bite. And ask for a rose. Welcome back to the Western Front. I liked Ross Lyon. He was on SEN this morning with Gary Lyon and Tim mm. Watson, and they interviewed him as he was getting on the plane. So he stayed over last night in Melbourne. Oh, I wonder if he was being interviewed for a coaching <laughs> Who went to fish and chips? <laughs> Probably catching up with family, as he does. Yep. Now, interesting enough, he had this to say when asked a question about how you deal with a bad loss, a.k.a. John Warsfold, Leon Cameron, and or Reese Shaw, how they dealt with a bad loss and how he deals with a bad loss. I open a bottle of red, make sure it's a 
Ask a pressure as or something. <laughs> Let it breathe for an hour and then get stuck into it. Very good. Good answer. Yeah, good answer. Really good answer. Yeah. Really good Sometimes answer. Sometimes Docker fans need a Shiraz just yeah. to watch the game. Yeah, not just one. <laughs> uh, drink responsibly. Yes. Okay, what do you got for me in the left field? Left field, all right. So in 2015, Nat Fife went to the Brownlow medal with a cane because... They had a busted leg, Tim. Yeah, I'm listening. And he won the Brownlow medal that year. And I think he's going to win the Brownlow medal again because he'll storm home in 2019. What hipster accessory will Nat Fife have when he walks the red carpet this year? Okay. What accessory will he have? So he's had the sleeve. He's played with the sleeve. He had the cane in 2015. He used to have the... He used to have the headbands. Maybe he had the assorted headbands. He had a whole range of the headbands. Mm. What accessory? Ah, he'll go white shoes. Yeah, nice. White shoes. shoes. With a black suit? Yeah, I think he'll go black. He'll he'll, he'll be some form of funky suit because he's a pretty cool dude. But white shoes. White shoes. Mm. Does that Yeah, no, that's very good. Very good. Does that ring a bell? No. Rightio. (laughs) Should it ring a bell? No, I'm just saying, does that... Resonate the white shoes with yeah, Nat mate. Five. I've said it's very good. I'm trying to think, was there something I've missed? I'm actually trying to think of a left field question for you. I probably haven't prepared <laughs> no, as well as I probably should have taken photos. All righty. No, I hate. I do have a left field question. Did you get all upset when the photos were clicking all the time and smiling? <laughs> and uh, is this what you're referring to? Um, can I just make a comment? This this is really distracting and unusual. See, I don't mind the paparazzi. I don't know if you know. I don't mind the paparazzi. Oh, you love it. All righty. Now, Lockie Reed. Yes. Question. Question for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. The West Coast Eagles. This is my left field question. Mm. <laughs> no, no, this is serious. Yeah, okay. Sorry. Okay. Waterman. Jake. Is he in their best 22? <laughs> I had this little argument with the boys in the commentary box. Um, Last night. Which commentary box? Uh, our Triple M box with Andrew Embley. Hayden Ballantyne was part of the action. Dennis, committee. Okay. All right, mate. No worries. <laughs> uh, so um, I asked this question. So is Nick Natanui playing in this best 22? Everyone's available. Everyone's so available. Wait, wait. wait. Mm-hmm. Now, we know Peter Waterman yes. and Muddy. Yep. We we get on well, and the Mudster mm-hmm. would be listening right now. Yep. He's trimmed yep. down. Muddy looks fantastic. Does he? Yeah. Batting They're a, listening. Batting above his average, too, by Is the way. Is he ever? Oof, Is he ever? Well, yeah, anyway. Can I, can I yep. ask you the question again? Yep. Knowing that the Waterman family are listening mm. and everyone's available. I don't feel the pressure of the Waterman family listening if you're trying to put the pressure on me to make a decision. 22. Best 22, best 22. Jake 22. Waterman. So Nick Nat's playing. You've got to have Darling and you've got to have Kennedy. You've got to have Cripps. You've got to have Ryan and Rioli. So there's five and there's two left in the forward 50. It's a really hard question. Thank you. I I have been thoroughly impressed by Jake Waterman's work ethic. And I think the one thing that Jake Waterman offers to this team is his ability to get up the grounds and play high up the ground and also get back. I'm actually going to say yes. He's in their Whoa. best 22. And I actually... Ballsy. Love Oscar Allen, but if you've got Nick Nat and Hickey and Darling and Kennedy, I'm not sure Oscar Allen gets in the team unless he gets in because he can play a bit of defence and forward.
Nice. Let's talk coaches because mm. this is the strong. This is the thing. So we know that Ross Lyon's going to be there next year. Okay, so let's take this taken care of. Will Walsfold be at Essendon? And will Pike be at Adelaide? Uh, both got contracts. Both got a couple of years. So yes, they will. At what stage next year, Simon Goodwin, who I think has three years left to run? Yeah. At what stage next year, if Melbourne are not improving? I think he gets the full year. But if they haven't improved, he's in big trouble. At what stage to Port Adelaide let Ken Hinckley go if they things don't if they don't one don't make the finals and two they just a run of the mill next year? I think they'll make the finals this year, so he's safe. At what stage do you think Leon Cameron's position at GWS will be under the pump? Probably should have been gone already. At what stage do you think newly uh, signed coach Reece Shaw <laughs> will say, wow, we might have gone a tad early. Uh, I can't believe they didn't interview other uh, prospective candidates, but he's safe for the time being. Brett Ratton at Carlton. Does yeah, add, sign him up. St Kilda. Sign him up. What happened to Brad's, Brett, Brad Scott? He's missed out. <laughs> Can you believe how many coaches And I think it'll be about? Ruse and Teague, a combo at Carlton. Can you believe how many coaches we're talking about? It's, mm. it's incredible, isn't it? Yeah. Apparently it's the media's fault that all these coaches are under the pump. Yeah, it is. Yeah. We just pick and choose each week who we want to cra- have. A, I wake up in the morning, Tim, and I go, yeah, I might just say Joe Bloggs is going to get the sack today. Gostradamus time. <laughs> Read the Do you believe time. me when I say that? No, I don't. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, Gostradamus, you go. You go. Gostradamus is Hayden Ballantyne is playing this week. We'll have a farewell game despite our man Boris, Carl Langdon, what? What did he say? He just said no go. You don't get a game. No, you've got to get a game. A player like Hayden Ballantyne deserves a game. And Ross Lyon loves him. He loves yep. Ross Lyon. Game on, and he deserves a game. And so. he actually might have just one out of the box, too, in a game like that. Spoke to him yesterday on air and questioned him. He wants to play for one or two more years. With who? With someone. And he's prepared to go to another club if must be. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I asked Hayden Ballantyne, yeah. are you wrapping it up? What's the future? Yeah, and he goes, I think I've got one or two more years. With who? In the AFL or the next level below. He said, I will certainly be playing yeah, yeah. next year. Level below. And I would I like that. to still remain at the Fremantle Dockers. And then I said to him, if the Fremantle Dockers say goodbye, would you be willing to play for another club? He said, yes, I would more than happy head over to another club. Subiaco. Because <laughs> there's no chance of him playing he for He won't field. be playing it. Why not? He'll be captain of Peel. Why would he play at Peel? You can't not play at Peel when he's got a grandstand named after him. Tell you what, mate. He wouldn't be want to play at Peel if he's been given the lemonade and sass by Ross Lyon, which is a Fremantle Lyon club at the Waffle. He'd want to be going somewhere else. He's not good enough to go to Subiaco. Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. uh, But mind you, they could afford him. All right, what do you you got there? All right, read the play. Um... So there's been no draws, do you know that, in yeah. 2019? Yeah, that. So I'm going to read the play. The 2019 grand final will be a draw at the end of regulation time. And you'll need to stay another week in Melbourne. Done that before? <laughs> no, no. It's played out, isn't it? It's not uh, no, no, it's another game. Changed. Hey, I've got in the lift with, uh, just name drop, with the yeah. delightful Susie Langer. Susan Langer. Oh, Sue Langer. Yeah, yeah. Justin. She calls me Rocky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She does. She called me Baz. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, anyway. So and it's gorgeous. And I said to her, "Did you were over there? He was over there for World Cup." And he said, "But he's just got to do his thing now." Mm. How's he going? He's fantastic. He's loving it. You know, it's, it's a tough time. Did she like his beard? 
He had a beard for a while. Did he really? Mm. No, I didn't, I didn't get no, that didn't, uh, up yeah. close and personal. Okay. Uh, anyway, but uh, good to see her. And she said that Justin, obviously, she was there because Justin's obviously on the board at West Coast Eagles. And um, I think he still is. Anyway, she was there and uh, she's a delightful lady. Yeah, she's, she's a good saying. person. Absolutely. Good person. What good family. Um, a little shout out to some friends of ours who were speak, talking about Peel Thunder before. And uh, how about the Peel Thunder Reserves the continually boys. throwing up the Ws? <laughs> in the warm-ups and running out on the ground, if you <laughs> I don't know. mind. I saw their score and they might want to concentrate on footy. But, but <laughs> oh. if you throw up a W, yeah. I don't care nah. what the result exactly. is. We're exactly. We're with you, boys. Who right. are they? Um, well, you can you can call them out, Tim, because I'm useless at names. Right. Jordan Bolano. Is that how you pronounce it? Bolano. Well done, Bola. Well, I like to call him. Yeah. The Frenchman. <laughs> Jordan Bellenu. <laughs> right? Yes, yep. Tyson Powell, otherwise known as Iron Mike. Mike. Tyson yep, yep. Powell. Beautiful. Kiga Power. Ooh. Sounds like a racing car, doesn't it? Yeah, yep. we're driving for Kiga Power. Yeah, Power Ranger. <laughs> right? Yep. Bryn Osborne. Now that's. Aussie. Yeah, what happened was his dad and mum are Brian and Lynn. <laughs> So they called him Bryn, Bryn, Bryn yeah. no, And they call him Aussie down at the And club. the reason why you've handed this piece of paper, <laughs> because you are, you don't want to say Andrew Bondachuk. Is that how you, no, Bond, Bond, Bondachuk, maybe that's right. Otherwise known as Chucky. Chuck, yep, yep, okay. fair enough. Well done, boys. Jordan, Tyson, Keiga, Bryn. So they they and were throwing it up in the warm-ups. Andrew. Yeah. Throwing it up in the warm-ups. Oh, no, I was throwing it up oh, in no. after the team song. I know. I think they might have thrown it up when they were trying to get a contested footy. And the coach, he threw up after they got beat. <laughs> Very true. Again. Yeah. All right, votes time. We're wrapping up here on the Western Front. Thank you for listening. This has been episode 12 in Series 1. Uh, Frio and Saints. Natty Fife was oh, sensational with the three the votes. Give him the money. Uh, Langdon, that's his first votes we've given him for the year, Ed Langdon. Well, we knew he was leaving. Yeah. Uh, he got the two yep. and Aaron Sandland's got the one. Sandy. West Coast and Adelaide, Elliot Yee-Yay-Yo uh, got the three. Uh, Willie Rioli. Outstanding. He was brilliant with the two. And I thought Jack Darling attacked yep. the footy. Yep. Uh, got a couple of goals and uh, was brilliant as well. 29 to 5, Bradley Hills 17. The rest doesn't really matter. Fife's game, 35 disposals, 16 of them contested, seven clearances and 11 inside 50s. And it would be remiss of us here on the Western Front not to pay tribute to Matt Crouch. Not for his 49,000 possessions, mm. but the shirt front that took his teammate Roy Stone <laughs> out <laughs> of the game. Lockie, yep. nice chat. Whew. Big week. Couldn't we just drag it out a bit more? Uh, Beck, our producer, likes us to go a good 40 minutes. Well, you can talk amongst yourselves. Yeah, no, I've got nothing interesting to say to you. <laughs> Mate, that was about 29 minutes ago. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll get out of here. I'm taking a break. No, going? Put, no a seven-day break. Uh, we'll be back next Monday. Share the love. Thank you for downloading. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for commenting. We don't take life too seriously, and nor should you. This has been The Western Front.